It's time to arise. It's time to be seen. It's time to be heard. It's time to be you. Welcome to Arise the Podcast, the go to motivational podcast for female business owners who know that they are made for more. Every single week, you will get actionable steps and inspirational speeches that help you step into the best version of yourself. It's time to learn to stand up, learn to break through, learn to show up, and most importantly, learn how to step into your higher self every single day. And your host, Beck, I'm with you every step of the way. The world is waiting for you. It's time to arise. Hello, gorgeous lady. Welcome back to Arise, the podcast. I am really excited for today's episode, as I always am, because we are talking change. And I have spoke about this before on the podcast, but it was quite a long time ago. I think it was probably one of my very early episodes. And I wanted to bring it back, but looking at it from a perspective within business, and really within life that has to do with your business as well. Now, as you know, (laughs) I am about to go through quite a big change in my life um, come November, because if you've been on my Instagram or you've been following me on social media, you can, you will have seen that me and Dan, my partner, have bought a bus. Yes, a bus. We have bought a school bus that we are currently in the realms of stripping out. Um, We're in demolition mode at the moment and it is going to become our house. And then we're going to travel around Australia and see all of the incredible sights and the incredible things that not a lot of people will get to see in their lifetime. So I feel really grateful for giving myself this opportunity to do so. Now, with that, like I said, is a massive change and will be a massive change. I know that already before even going in and experiencing it, you know, in my life, how I am. We've got to have a composting toilet, not to go into too much information. (laughs) The shower's going to be tiny. Um, We're going to be cooking like right next to where we sleep. You know, there's going to be a lot of changes going on. And I wanted to really kind of look at this from a very mindset perspective, um, which I do a lot, you know me, but also kind of bring it into coherence with making big changes in your life, making big changes in your business. And I know one of the biggest changes that you go through when you start your business is going from a nine to five, corporate, whatever you wanna call it, going from that job where you have structure, you have stability, you have a paycheck every month without fail, you have tasks given to you, you are on deadlines, you have people around you to chat to, well, probably not at the moment with COVID, but you know, it's, It's very different going from that space into your own business and taking the leap and trusting and knowing that everything on your path is going to be exactly what you need. And I see this a lot with people really wanting to take that leap. You know, people really wanting to move out of their nine to five job 
it being a real a real goal you know it's a it's a big goal of quite a few of my clients you know they really want to shift out of that and have enough money coming in and know that the safety and security is there but actually it's that moment of taking the leap that is always the scariest because it's completely out of our comfort zone so I love this story that I'm about to tell it's I say it's a story it's more of a metaphor but I'm a sucker for a metaphor any good metaphors please let me know because I, I just love them. Um, but I really wanted to share this because I actually found this story back in 2018. And I remember reading this metaphor and being like, oh my God, I bloody love this. And it is all to do with change. So it's about a lobster. And for those of you who have been following me for a very long time, will have um, heard me <laughs> tell the lobster story. And I think I was so obsessed with it at one point that I was very tempted to buy a lobster costume and do some sort of video in the lobster costume for my business. Like that's how much I really like this metaphor. <laughs> so you know where we're at. Now with the lobster, the lobster shell is hard, okay? And it cannot expand in its shell. So as it grows, as the lobster grows inside the shell, the shell gets tighter and tighter and tighter around the lobster. And that lobster, as it's growing, as it's expanding, gets more and more uncomfortable because it is stuck in that constricting shell. Now, if the lobster could go and be prescribed some um, medication to make it feel okay to be still in that shell, um, maybe it would stop worrying about feeling uncomfortable and it would just get on it with its life in that, in that shell that it's really uncomfortable to be in, but it's kind of been like, well, you know, this is it. This is it for me, this really tight, uncomfortable shell that I don't belong in anymore. I'm going to stay here. But because it doesn't have that option, lobsters don't have doctors, I don't think. Um, but because it doesn't have that, that option, the lobster gets so uncomfortable that it decides to do something about it. So what it actually does is it m makes its way down to the bottom of the ocean or wherever it is, goes somewhere very safe so it can't be eaten as it's doing it. It sheds the shell and it grows a new one that fits him or her better. And that lobster repeats it multiple times in its life as it grows bigger and bigger and bigger. So each time that discomfort arrives, it encourages the lobster to grow a new shell. And without the discomfort, it would stay small. It would stay within the comfort zone that it knows, it would stay within that really tight, horrible shell. But actually, it makes a decision to go down to the bottom of the ocean, shed the shell, and move on with a new shell, create a new shell for itself. Now, I'm sorry, but how good is that metaphor? And hopefully, <clears throat> so sorry, hopefully as I was telling it, it made you realize that, you know, have made you maybe question, you know, have I been staying in this really hard, uncomfortable shell that I kind of do have an option of moving out of, 
but I'm choosing to stick with it because it might be uncomfortable for me to change it. You know, could I float down to the bottom of the ocean, shed the shell, even though it might be scary and it might be hard. And remember, you know, the lobster has to hide because when it's shed its shell, it's very easy for a predator to come and attack it. You know, it's not easy, but it does it because it knows that that new shell is so much better. So that is the lobster story. And hopefully you can see why I love it so much. And I can't believe I haven't told it in such a long time, but here we are today, I'm telling it you again. But you know, are you in that hard shell of restriction? Do you know that there is something out there waiting for you that keeps knocking on your door when you wake up at 2am and you go, oh, I really wanna do that thing, but the fear, maybe money, maybe fear of judgment, maybe you think you can't do it, is holding you back right now. Have a little think on that today. So when we look at change, change is probably the only thing that we know is going to happen to us all the way through our life. You know, we're continuously in this evolution of change with our life. We know that. And we can choose to accept it and we can choose to go with it or we can choose to fight against it and actually be really freaking unhappy in that journey. So I wanted to go through a few things that could really help the process of change and something that I've really been doing um, because, you know, sometimes we have this exact plan and this exact goal you know for me I mean how many times have I spoke about Noosa and I know the house and the desk that I'm going to have and the team that I have and I know what yoga studio I go to you know all of these plans were in place and then we decided to buy a bus now that doesn't mean that Noosa isn't still on the cards because yes it 100% is unless we find somewhere even better when we go traveling but actually having that shift to go wow this path I was definitely meant to go on. It wasn't in my plan. I hadn't got a clue. Like if someone told me this time last year that we'd be renovating a bus to go travel in Australia, I probably would have laughed. (laughs) But actually, when the time came for us to decide whether we were gonna go with the school bus, I knew intuitively that it was 100% the right option. And I think when it comes to change, when it comes to taking the leap, when it comes to making a big shift in your life, the first thing that I really want to talk about is going internally. Because a lot of the time we will look externally and I speak about this a lot, you know, we will look externally for the answers, for whether we should do it, we will we'll go and ask all our friends will ring our mom, you know, whatever that looks like for you, you will go and do that and you will take on all this external factors, all of their feedback, all of their thoughts and feelings from their map of the world. But we very, when we, we very rarely, get, get my words out here, Beck, we very rarely look within. And I think really turning within for me, if I look at both two big changes that I've had in my life, one, moving to Australia and two, living on a bus, um, both of those times, there was lots of external factors telling me not to. You know, I remember having a conversation with someone being like, how, how the, why, why would you move to Australia? You and Dan have never even lived together. You know, that was a conversation that I had. And I was like, I am choosing not to take that on. 
because okay maybe we haven't lived together but maybe I get there and we are so incredibly amazing at living together which lo and behold we are and you know imagine I broke up with Dan and didn't go to Australia and don't have this life that I have right now if I listened to the external feedback from someone else through their view and map of the world, of their world. And you know what? It's fine for, ha- for them to have that opinion. That's okay because it serves them. But it's not something that I wanted to take on. So I think it's really important to go internally. And one of the questions that I always ask is, is this going to make me grow or is this going to make me low? You know, yes, it might be really freaking scary and quite frankly, you have not seen my wardrobe and the amount of books I have in my office and all the things that I'm going to have to pare down, which is what they call it when you go tiny, all the things that I'm going to have to pare down with when we move onto the bus, like that is going to be really freaking uncomfortable for me. I know that. I've already felt the uncomfort, uncomfort since we bought the bus, but actually it's just reaffirming, you know what? It's just something new. It's just this new shell, this new lobster shell that I'm getting used to. It's just this new way of living and being that quite frankly could be the best decision I have ever made. Because think of all the things that I could see, I could experience. I'm going to be running my business from the bus. My business might change directions. I could meet someone who gives me an opportunity in one city that we go and visit. I don't know what's going to happen. And that is really, really exciting. So the first thing when you are making a big change, when you are creating a new comfort zone for yourself, um, really go internally and ask yourself, you know, does this feel and sit right with me right now? And listen in because fear might come up. But I think intuitively, we all know what is the right and the wrong decision for us. And sometimes, you know what, we don't listen internally and we do choose the wrong decision. But guess what? We learn from it anyway. Now, I intuitively knew that the bus was the right decision for us at this point in time. I could be sitting here on this podcast in December being like, okay, we we lasted two weeks on the bus and it wasn't for us. But you know what? I gave it a goddamn go. So yeah, number one, listen internally. Number two, really start to have a look at the feelings that you are attaching to the leap that you are taking. Now, I'll break this down a little bit. So if we look at the nine to five, so you're gonna, you wanna leave your nine to five job to go full-time in your business. Okay, let's take that as the change. Now, potentially at the moment, you might be attaching these feelings onto you going full-time in your business. And I know a big feeling that people attach to being full-time in your business is freedom, okay? So you want that, you're in that nine to five, you don't feel freedom right now, and you think that you being full-time in your business is gonna equal freedom. Now, we don't wanna put that feeling attached to any external changes that we are making because nine times out of 10, you'll get there, you won't feel freedom, and you go, oh my God, I've made the change and I still don't feel the thing. It's because you get to decide what things feel internally rather than them being the external factors. So with the leap, the big leap that you're making with the big change that you're doing, I want you to just check yourself and just go, okay, what do I think 
this said thing is going to give me. So for me, it's definitely, with the bus, it's definitely going to give me a whole lot of freedom. You know, I'm going to see incredible places, which is going to make me feel expansive. I'm going to be learning about myself more. So I'm going to be really growing into that self-development. But all these things, I don't want to pin on the bus. So I don't want to put that red, that big red pin that you have on the emojis onto the bus and go, okay, when we're in the bus, I'm going to feel freedom, expansive. I'm going to be growing. I'm going to be doing yoga every day. I'm going to be meditating. Like I don't want to put that onto the bus because if I get there and I still behave the way I'm behaving now, Nothing's going to change whether I'm in the bus, out of the bus, in Australia, in England, no matter where you are. And I think I see this a lot. um, And I definitely saw this with when we moved to Australia, um, especially with Dan, because he was like, oh my God, this is going to be exciting. And we were so excited. And we were like, look at the life we're going to live. And we're just the same people here as we were in England. You know, we really had to change how we thought and how we behaved and how we felt about it. So location, change of job, anything big, having a baby, getting married, you know, all of these things are external. They will not bring the feelings unless you make the decision to change, to change the habits, to change the feelings. So have a little check-in, go, okay, what feelings am I attaching to this change? And actually, how can I start feeling them today? So for me, it's like, how can I feel expansive today? I've already took a new route on my walk today. So I did a brand new route that made me feel expansive because it was brand new to me. Um, I'm going to an infrared sauna that I've been to twice already this week, which I'm like obsessed with. That makes me feel expansive, but I'm doing it right now. I'm feeling expansive and going to do the thing. So I'm making the feeling happen and then choosing the, the, the opportunity, whether it's you know, the infrared sauna, whether it's being on the bus, but I'm choosing to feel that before the external factors come in. Okay, number three, live in the present. Oh my God, the book I'm reading at the moment has blown my mind. I think I'm like, (laughs) I don't even know whether I'm three pages in yet. I don't, I think I'm three essays in. It's called 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Think. I'll put the link in the show notes for you. I actually wanted to read a passage from it because it was about being in the present moment. And I think when we're making these massive decisions, we attach so much onto the future, we think so much in the past. But this particular extract from this book blew my little mind this morning and it's made me think so much differently. I've already seen the shifts in how I've behaved today because of it. So it says about the present moment, you know, we really we really don't look into the present moment because we believe that success is somewhere you arrive. So you are constantly trying to take a snapshot of your life and see if you can be happy yet. So that's the title. This is what it reads. You convince yourself that any given moment is a a representation of your life as a whole because we're wired to believe that success is somewhere we get to when goals are accomplished and things are completed. We're constantly measuring our present moments 
by how finished they are, how good the the story sounds, how someone else would judge the elevator speech. We find ourselves thinking, is this all there is? Because we forget that everything is transitory and no one single instance can summarize the whole thing. There is nowhere to arrive to. The only thing you're rushing towards is death. Accomplishing goals is not success. How much you expand in the process is. And I just loved that so much. And I think another another bit of it that I really wanted to read too is um, so many people get caught up in allowing the past to define them or haunt them simply because they have not evolved to the place of seeing how the past did not prevent them from achieving the life they want. It facilitated it. This doesn't mean to disregard or gloss over painful traumatic events, but simply to recall them with acceptance and to be able to place them in the storyline of your personal evolution. I just loved that so much. And there's one more that I want to read out. So... Your brain can only perceive when it's known. So when you choose what you want for the future, you're actually just recreating a solution or an ideal of the past. When things don't work out the way you want them to, you think you failed, only because you didn't recreate something you perceive as desirable. In reality, you likely created something better, but foreign, And your brain misinterpreted it as bad because of that. Moral of the story. Living in the moment isn't a lofty ideal reserve for the Zen and enlightened. It's the only way to live a life that isn't infiltrated with illusions. The only thing your brain can actually comprehend is the present. Ah. Wow. Read the book. (laughs) Um, But those three passages for me really stood out so far. And I think it brings us right back into the present because if we look at it from a real logistical point of view, the only time that we can change the future is the time that we are in the present. So the thoughts that you are thinking right now, listening to this podcast, the thing that you are doing right now in the present is the only thing that can have an impact in your future. Doesn't that just blow your mind? (laughs) Because I knew that. Like, let's be honest, we all know that. You know, we all know that the present is the present. That's why it's a gift. I love that quote as well. But actually to know that and to experience that and to go through life knowing that it's only the present moment that can have such an impact on your future and the past is just a paradigm, a set of memories that may not or may not, may or may not be true. You know, it could be a belief that you took on, but actually if you just lived in the present here and now, making and making the choices and making the changes that you need that move you forward into taking that leap, that is empowering for me. And that's exactly how I've gone into my day to day. And it just feels incredible. Absolutely incredible. So remember the lobster. If you feel that that shell is getting too tight, sink down to the ocean, protect yourself, 
tell yourself it's safe to take off that shell and bring in a new expansive shell. Look internally, think of what feelings you're attaching to the end result and start feeling them today and live in the present. I love you all. I'll see you next week. Your love and support means the world to me. So if you have enjoyed this podcast episode today, please share, review and rate the podcast. Those tiny little acts of kindness go such a long way for the podcast and always allows more amazing women to hear it. If we're not connected, head over to the show notes and you can come and join in the community. I'd love to see you there.